This is Wealth Builders, presented by Staten Walsh, a show designed to pull back the curtain of the financial industry and bring true transparency to the forefront of conversation. On the show, we cover topics like financial education, current events, and interview business leaders and industry experts with the ultimate goal of helping listeners discover their own path to financial independence. Welcome, everybody, to Wealth Builders. Excited again to be here with you today with my partner, Ryan Staten. Ryan, I already hate this podcast that we're about to do today. <laughs> I, 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 I hate it because okay. we're going to be talking about Tom Brady and how he compares long-term investing. As a Ravens fan, I know you are. I know I am. It's been a thorn in our side for years. Man just won a seventh freaking Super Bowl. Does he ever want to retire? I don't know. But today is all about how – I, I can't believe we're doing this, honestly. But how yeah. does Tom Brady relate to long-term investing? I don't even want to talk anymore. So I'm just yeah. What do yeah. they have in common? Well, when we were coming up with this, you know, we were we've been having conversations with people about long-term investing and consistency. And unfortunately, you know, as obviously we like to have timely episodes or things that are relevant to what's going on. And Obviously, you know, most people out there who pay attention to sports know that the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl and um, Tom Brady was their quarterback. So, you know, there's something to be said. Obviously, seven Super Bowls, it's something. And um, it was an unfortunate parallel. I'll say that. It was one of those things that I was trying to come up. You know, obviously, we like to make this conversational. We want this to be relatable to everyday stuff and that was just something that was like, you know, damn, that's it. It sucks, but at the same time, it makes a ton of sense. Yeah, you it's something. Admire, you know, it's just it's one thing yeah. after that. It's a regiment, and it's just he yeah. does it day in and day out, and uh, you know, it's at least all the success. Yeah. So, like, you know, the interesting thing about it is obviously when he went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you know, they were a seven and nine team, I think, like third in their division last year. Um, not the worst team in the league, but obviously not the best. And then all of a sudden you turn around and you add a couple pieces to the puzzle, but ultimately the big, you know, that big piece was Tom Brady. And um, he ended up being a big influential part of obviously them winning that Super Bowl. And there's a lot to be said about that. And there's a lot of life lessons to be learned and a lot of parallels. And if we were going to talk about long-term investing, there's, you know, not many examples out there that are better to be quite honest with you. I mean, it's, it's one of those things that as much as it pains me to say, he's consistent, you know, is one of those things, uh, one of those people that you know, every year I'm like, God, I just wish he would go away so someone could win the Super Bowl. But at the same time, you can't be mad at the work that he does. I mean, it's it's incredible. So, you know, in terms of today, what what we wanted to talk about was long term investing and why consistency matters and why, you know, in today's world flashy it gets it gets all the hype you know the big hits the whether we're talking about investing sports whatever it is like the big money goes to the flashy um you know the big name big uh big play guys in sports so to speak and uh the same seems to be true in investing you know one of the things we talked about in one of our previous episodes was how the world has kind of opened up and people have been more engaged in investing but at the same time People are trying to take that shot 
to try to get the the big pops, the you know the game stops and all the other the meme stocks of the world and what happened there. People are are, are craving that. They want to see that happen. But the reality is that uh, you know going back to our analogy, as high powered and as historic as the Kansas City Chiefs offense was, it boiled down to the guy who's like one half of the Super Bowl, you know, he's won the Super Bowl half the time he's played in his career, or I'm sorry, appeared in the Super Bowl, and he's won it a bunch of times since he's been there. It all boiled down to the consistency, the, you know, not super flashy, but gets the job done player. You know, it's not the guy that can throw the ball 100 yards down the field. And I think the same tends to be true with investing. You have your core foundation, to your portfolio. And then you have these, you know, we call them satellite positions or these other diversifiers, these, these big playmakers that there's a potential they can get a 40 yard, you know, 40, 50, 60 yard run, touchdown pass, whatever it may be. But there's also a chance that they can throw a pick or they can fumble the ball and all of a sudden it's going the other way for a touchdown. So it's a really clean analogy. It works really well. And as much as I know we mutually are not fans of Tom Brady, unfortunately he made his way onto the podcast early on. Yeah, it's it's a it's it's a shame, but I think it's a great analogy. So when we talk about like some of these a lot of people talk about like for example, like when like the, the meme stocks right now, like with the with the red and everything, everybody wants to, you know, I want to get that quick 50, 67% pop and get out of the market real quick. And the sexy investments. I you know, I've had friends message me before say, Hey, I feel like I'm missing out on this stuff. I feel like everybody's making money but me. So obviously the media and and um, uh, Wall Street wants to put these things to the forefront to get people excited and all that. But so how is that? How do those kind of you know relate to the ultimate game plan around all the players, all the pieces, not just the flashy maybe wide receiver or running back that runs a four three forty in perfect size and um, highs in a winner? How? But how is that compared to, you know, the offensive line? What are the things that's important, like the, the stabilizers in your portfolio? Yeah, it's all about having systems, right? I mean, all, every year, everyone has the same goal. In sports, in life, you want to be successful. You know, you want to have a positive, positive gain, positive rate of return. You want to win a Super Bowl. Those positives, you know, they need to translate into having a system and process around how you, you know, when you get up every day. You know, what are your goals? What are your objectives? What do you want to work towards? And understanding what that is and creating it out. You know, we're not talking about, obviously, in life, we don't wake up every day with this, like, neurotic sense of, I got to check my boxes today just to have a day of success. But over the long term, when you look back, you know, you get to December 31st and you look back on your life, you know, your sports, your, you know, your investment portfolio, was it successful? So building a process or a system around that is different for every person, right? We're all the general managers of our own finances, our own clubs. And so creating that system is the, is the first step, understanding what your end goal is and understanding what pieces are necessary to get you there. You know, if you're a team that doesn't have a lot of success, like you might take a couple of shots. You might try to get that, that big, uh, big name player or somebody in there that maybe is not super consistent, but has a potential to, to get you somewhere that you normally haven't been. And, you know, sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. And that's the same in investing. You know, it, what we find, and not just with this particular analogy with Tom Brady, but in other sports, is that there's a ton of people out there that spend big money 
for these big name superstars or, you know, and investing, you know, we put all of our money, we concentrate it in certain places to try to ensure that we're going to get that upside or that gain. And what ends up happening is you get a really expensive, overweighted portfolio that may not yield the same as, for example, uh, you know, let's go to baseball. We're both baseball guys. Tampa Bay Rays last year, like system organization, don't spend a lot of money, make it to the World Series. Now, they lost to the big money team, but you know the the point is that teams like that you know they make you it makes you wonder i guess is the point is when you see things like that in life that happen where um you know great uh, another great example but you know finishing my point when you see things like that happen in life and investing whatever it is you always wonder like why did i you know why did i waste all that time going shooting for the moon you know to you not to stay relevant here but why am I wasting all that time when all I could have done is do, you know, the singles and doubles, so to speak, the, you know, the basics, the foundations, the fundamentals, had I done that, I would have been just as good or even better. Um, and so it, it, it definitely raises a, 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 it plants a seed of doubt, it raises a lot of questions. And so ultimately we want to just like, you know, we want to bring that to light and say, Hey, here's how we can create an environment of consistency of, you're still achieving your goals, but maybe not trying to go too far outside the box. Yeah, I think it comes down to game plan. You know, a game plan is different for everybody. You could be it could be two thirty something to make the same exact amount of money in the same job title are identical, but they might have completely different game plans for how, how the ways they think about money, the way they think about investing, the way they think about everything in their life. Um, you know, you're not gonna have the same game plan if you're the offense coordinator for Tom Brady as you would with Lamar Jackson. Completely different games completely different game um plans so i think that's extremely important too not everybody has to have that same mindset and the same game plan to get where they need to be some people like to take more risk some people like to take less risk um so i think that's important as well yeah so i mean to you know another way to make this analogy or to talk about it is there's there's a huge study that happens every year on the market called a dalbar study um and if you google it there's other places where you can get access to that we could probably even put a link in the show notes to um, there's one in particular that we look at a lot, JP Morgan guide to the markets. They come out with it quarterly, really nice publication. It's long, you know, fair warning, but there is a piece in there about investment principles and, inv- and principles of investing. And it incorporates the study, the Dalbar study that I mentioned, and it talks about 20 year periods of time. So what it looks at is what do different asset classes do? So when I, when I say asset classes, you look at, equities, you know, stocks, fixed income, bonds, real estate, you know, international companies, international large, developed, emerging markets, a couple of different asset classes, and then it pulls in a major index like the S&P 500. And what it does is it looks at the, the rolling averages of those 20 year periods and it tries to figure out like who did the best, you know, who's number one, basically. And what we've found, or I guess what that study has found, is that the average equity investor usually yields about two and a half percent or has recently, based on the most recent 20 years, about two and a half percent annual return in the market versus I think home prices have appreciated at a greater rate than that, just a little less than three percent. Inflation is like just around that same number over that period of time. So you're basically keeping up with the cost of living adjustments over time. So why is that? 
I mean, really what it boils down to is investor behavior and creating, bringing home our sports analogy, every couple of years you do a rebuild. Say this isn't working and I wanna try something different and you do it over again. And so what that creates is inefficiency. Another interesting piece of that chart that I saw recently when we were looking at it was the S&P 500 was just a little less than 6%, I wanna say. but then a 60-40 portfolio. So what we mean by that is 60% equity, so 60% what would be deemed more risky investments, 40% fixed income, which are slightly more conservative. Over the past 20 years, the 60-40 has only underperformed the S&P 500 by you know less than half a percent. You know that money does add up over time. But I guess the point, the point we're trying to make here is. You can sometimes take less risk. You can go with your steady, you know, foundational approach to not flat. You don't have to get too flashy sometimes to achieve the same goal. So in that scenario, the S&P 500, obviously, for for those of us that uh, remember 2008, 2009, you know, big swings in the market. We've had a couple other bumps along the way. There was a lot of up and down, and that's usually that's usually what initiates some kind of behavioral change or wanting to swap things out. And, you know, if you had just stayed the course, you would have been fine. Obviously you would have finished ahead, but if you're doing this swapping in and out, you end up like more like the average investor, which is you don't get much for all this activity. Um, And so the point to be made there is sometimes consistency is better for the average everyday person than getting flashy and trying to get those. It's important to have those pieces to the puzzle because in some years they're there what's gonna carry your portfolio. But most of the time you wanna have your core. You wanna have your you wanna have your Tom Brady's of the world that they can quarterback your offense and they can put people in the right places. And if there's an option for a 50, 60, 70 yard touchdown pass down the field, Having that player there is important, but you don't want to rely on that them for that every time because they can just as well be the cause for you to lose a game, you know, and win a game at the same time. So they're risky. It's a risky play, um, and that's yeah, really what yeah. that, that's the point we wanted to make. Really, with yeah, and that's good stuff, Ryan. Because it's something when you talk about making those moves in the market and possibly you know uh, underperforming a benchmark. When all you could do is be simple and stay in there. One of the great studies, I think, I believe you said Fidelity did this. Some of their best performing accounts they've had uh, have been people who have forgotten they've had accounts of Fidelity and people have passed away. That's crazy. I mean, it's, 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 it's crazy. You know, it just shows you if you just allow your money to grow and just let it sit there and periodically rebalance and be have the right players there over long term and consistently methodically do what you need to do, it's going to get to the same results, not better. So that, that study's always fascinated me. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's a conversation around risk, not in the way that you invest your money, but how you react to the way that it's invested, if that makes sense. So it's it, in a roundabout kind of way that that fidelity study they did was, it was crazy to me when they said that, but it's also, you know, it, it's true. I mean, if you think about it, the things that you do, the mindless things in our life that we do, they just become commonplace. I mean, to use another example of how that happens in life, um, you know, I discovered one, at one point in time, and look, I'm guilty of it too. Like I do things that I make mistakes. I was paying a serious XM subscription on a car that I hadn't owned for a couple of years. And I had no idea. 
Like it, that, like these are just the things that happen. Now there's positives and negatives to that kind of mindset or those things happening to you. Unfortunately, I was on the wrong side of that. Whoever was driving my car around was, you know, crushing it, having all kinds of sports talk radio available to them anywhere in the country. But for me, I didn't get that, you know, and I was paying, I was, I was getting double dipped. I had my new car and my old car, but I was wondering uh, why that went out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, it's one of those things that there's there's positives and negatives to those things happening. But when you have something that you understand and that you have faith in and that there's consistency and you're you know, you don't have to you don't have to consistently coach it or micromanage it or do a lot with it. It's it's one of those things that you pick it, you understand it, you're going to see good and bad. Um, you know, per, uh, back, again, back to our analogy, the whole theme of this show, you know, early in the year, all of the, the sports pundits were saying, you know, the, the Buccaneers are doomed. There's, you know, the water's poison. Bruce Arians and Tom Brady hate each other. They, they were supposed to play golf together and they canceled it. And, you know, all people make up things. You know, there's there's something in psychology called confirmation bias where we try to digest or absorb information that we believe proves our point. And so that happens in everyday life. It happens in investing and so, you know, the the moral of the story is stay consistent, have your core, have those things that you really believe in and you trust in, and then surround it with a couple extra pieces that are going to give you that that extra flair and that extra that extra pop, so to speak, in in, in your investment portfolio potentially. And uh, things that will carry you in moments where the rest of the team is letting you down. Um, but all of it should work together. I mean, it is, it's very much a team and you got to have the right players across the board and, you know, you're going to win some and you're going to lose some. And if you understand that and you, and you stick to your system, usually you're going to find success. And so, you know, Tom Brady's career is a, a perfect example of that, where the guy's been to a Super Bowl pretty much, you know, half of his career and he's won seven out of 10 or however many he's been to. And so he's a high probability play is someone you definitely don't bet against. And, there's a lot of ways that we can take lessons like that and apply it to everyday life. I, I agree. And Ryan, all I got to say is I hope this is the first and the last time we had to talk about Tom Brady on this show. That's well, all I got to say. I'll, I'll be eating my words next year if Patrick Mahomes goes to the Super Bowl and puts up like 60 points and then people are like, remember <laughs> that time you did that stupid podcast? Well, you're wrong. Flashy players do. Yeah. So, uh, no, it's uh, – we, we love to make it, you know, obviously that's the whole point. And these are good examples and good life lessons to be learned. And uh, I think that for us, it's, you know, sports analogies work because obviously we're sports guys, but we're going to try to do that with everything. I mean, complex, complex, complicated topics. You got to make them fun or else um, people aren't going to make it through the first couple of minutes of these things. We'll be snoozing on us. So. <laughs> Uh, They're probably already snoozing, but no. Good stuff, Ryan. Appreciate it. And thank you again, everybody, for listening. Uh, make sure you subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, or Spotify, whichever you listen to the most, and have a great week.